0: Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women, to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life, inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fit
1: Chicks Chat. I'm Amanda Quinn. And I'm Laura Jackson. And on today's podcast, we are approaching the topic all about Instagram and their recent ban. They have decided that they are going to restrict who can actually see posts about cosmetic procedures, weight loss products, and anything that has those like exuberant claims of like weight loss. So Laura and I just want to have a conversation today about this because I think that this is something that is super important and something that from a business standpoint may affect your business depending on your verbiage and how you're approaching things. So recently, like the whole announcement around Instagram in this is that, you know, they're trying to make what they're saying, their statement is that they're trying to make Instagram a positive place for people to visit and to, you know, be able to see different lifestyles, different people, to meet different people, etc. It's like a social networking place. But what they found was that it was creating a really negative space for a lot of people. And we know that, like, I mean, it's proven that like this social media has actually increased a lot of like depression and issues um, because people are having that comparison game. But then what's happened is influencers and celebrities have went out and have now used this as a platform to be able to then promote weight loss products or um, different cosmetic procedures that they are then getting Pushback, like not pushback, sorry, they're getting money, like they're getting kickback, thank you. On. So they're using their platforms because they have these massive platforms to be able to then sell other people on these products, even though chances are, nine times out of ten, they're probably not even using those products at all. -hmm. And they're really just doing it for the money. And so, what Instagram is really saying is they're putting their foot down and saying, No, this isn't going to happen anymore, specifically for anyone who is 18 or under. So, they're actually putting age restrictions on any of these ads um, or any of the promotions. Now, my thoughts around this is that it's amazing, and I'm so happy that they're doing this because I do think that this is causing such a huge problem for a lot of young kids. Like, I mean, you see so many young girls that are posting or young boys that are posting about, or like young children that are posting about like being on diets or like, Oh, I really want that waist trainer. I want this. I want that because they're influenced by the people that they see like a Kylie Jenner or something like that, that they're like, Oh my gosh, I want to be like her. I want to get this procedure done. And they're young kids and they don't, they're just trying to like, find their identity and they're using their celebrities as like the person to look at their identity. And instead it's like, it's causing them to kind of get really confused and to do things that are not necessarily good for them. But my thoughts too is like, this is what I wanted to ask your opinion on Laura is, I mean, I think it's great that they're doing it for people 18 or under, but in my opinion, I feel like any product that is making a false claim about, or that's making exuberant claims about weight loss, I feel like they should all be banned. And I think it's based on the verbiage. Uh,
0: Yeah. I mean, well, the problem is too, is
1: that a lot of these
0: products, like the FDA and health Canada and all of these boards, like there is not extensive testing on a lot of products. I'm sorry to say, and there's a lot of things that fall through the cracks or a lot of things that can be easily said, like pushed through. And of course we think if something is in a store or a company sells it, or it's available, you know, online from someone that you trust, or whatever. That that is, there has been extensive approvals that go in behind that, and that's yeah. not the
1: case. So, no. I actually, mean, to add to that, sorry, just to add to that, did you know that like even with organic products, I learned this when I did my interview with Christy Braun. If anyone's interested in looking back at one of our podcasts, it was an interview all about like um, organic, like healthcare products and stuff. And they actually have a full list. Of things, it was like hundreds of items that like companies should not, it's like the should not list, but there's no ban on like, you should not put this in your products. However, there's no ban on it. And so all these companies, even though they're making these false claims of being organic or all natural, are adding in all of these different additives because there's actually no restrictions around it. It's just like a, please don't put this in. Like that's all it is. And that's crazy to me, but it's the same thing with all of these products as well.
0: But this is where it's so important, and on a side tangent, to be self-educated because yeah, there like how many times? Yes, there are pharmaceuticals out there. There are products that can assist and support your body. There's supplements that can help you, but yeah. they're not all created equal. And even right now, some of the supplements that are out there, even vitamins, the quality of the vitamins is so low that really you're paying for nothing because your body can't break it down or you don't absorb it. So it's almost yeah. like people are getting away making money off of thinking you're thinking you're getting these benefits from these vitamins. Mm-hmm. But it's just that it's, I just think it's hard because we try to educate ourselves as much as possible. The majority of us who, but you know, for people who aren't in this field or who aren't really interested in this kind of stuff and they see, let's say like a Kardashian who's suddenly like, I've, you know, reduced my waist 10,000 inches by drinking this skinny tea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, I am going to try it. And I've, like, I've been sucked into stuff that I've seen. Like, yeah. It, it's, marketing is very powerful, guys. It's not something like, that we can dismiss. And that's why I think this is so important that this is kind of coming about now, especially because we are seeing a crisis with younger people. Mm-hmm. And you don't know better when you're younger. You, know, you don't know until you know. And when you're younger, you're so impressionable in so many different ways. You don't have the world experience. You don't necessarily have the knowledge. You are trying to figure out your body and who you are and your voice and all of these things. And then you're being inundated with things that are giving you solutions, quick solutions to what's
1: bothering you. The magic
0: pills. Yeah, Yeah, what's bothering you, what's upsetting you about your body or what you think your body should look like. And I just Mm -hmm. even want to say, guys, like this is even how powerful marketing is, right? Like think even, and some of you who are listening might not remember this. Well, like even before, like when we were in high school, mm-hmm. the body type that was super popular was the waif. Yeah. The pixie cut and the waif. So like, you know, l- very skinny, no muscle
1: tone, no boobs. It was based on, what was that model? Uh, Twiggy. Um, and Kate Moss. Yeah. They were like so, the models, like to be like, like yeah. just super, super lean. Thin. Yes. Thin. Not even lean, just thin. Yeah.
0: And then now it is, and there was actually a a look that was called heroin chic. Like Mm -hmm. you're supposed to look like you're strung out on heroin. (laughs) Like like, striving to achieve because it was on all the magazines. It was all these places.
1: (laughs) It's like New York fashion week, heroin chic. So then everyone's like, I have to look that way. I'm like, do you, do you wear like the weird masks that they wear on the runway? No, so we don't have to look that way.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then, but now where we're at right now is this totally different look where it's this really big butt, really big size, big boobs, and a tiny, tiny waist, which mm-hmm. most people are genetic, are enhanced. Like we have to be real about this. Like yeah. 99.9% of people have had some enhancement that have that shape because your body would not distribute like that.
1: Yeah. And also it's and, not, and not everybody. Like it feels like it's, it feels like everywhere you turn, especially when it comes to like Hollywood and celebrities and influencers, like it's like almost every single person you see has that exact same body type. And I'm like, that's impossible. That's not just from doing squats and drinking some no. skinny tea. Like it's just, that's not happening.
0: And, and also I, think, I guarantee in 10 more years, there's going to be another look. If we went from heroin chic, so skinny waif to yeah. the super voluptuous, tiny, tiny, big, big bum, like, and then the next thing, who knows what it's going to be like. Yeah. No bum and big shoulders. Like,
1: <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what's going to be trendy? But, it, but I think you're absolutely right. Like it does, there's different trends that happen and everything else. But I think, you know, one of the things that I would like to say and for anyone who's listening, who maybe is. An influencer or if any celebrities listen <laughs> is that just is to be and also just for anyone who is in this industry, be like responsible. Be responsible mm-hmm. for your messaging. You know, when you have a following, whether it be 20 people or whether it be 20 million people, it's these people are looking to you and you they are influenced by the things you say, by the things you do. Maybe they are not like a cult following, like the way that Kylie Jenner, like people are, you know what I mean? But like, you still have influence in everything you share. And social media is this platform to share your world, your ideas, your thoughts, everything with the world has as much as you choose. So be responsible for with what it is that you're sharing, because you don't know by you sharing something that is maybe not true or authentic, or something that you don't believe in, you're going to be putting yourself in a position that you're going to like, A, be seen as a liar, but also B, it's like, you could potentially harm somebody else. I still remember Laura, like when back in the day, when we started FitChicks, and do you remember when we were approached by that company um, to be spokespeople for their brand? And it was for um, a huge brand. It was, should I say it? For, I, I remember what you're talking about. Oh my gosh, you don't remember? It was for a Coca-Cola product. Oh yeah. Yeah, so yeah. So we, that's how long ago it was, but we were approached by, by a brand under the Coca-Cola brand to be spokespeople for it. And I remember this moment so clearly because I remember us talking about it and being like, whoa, what a great opportunity. We could like, you know, we would be national spokespeople. We would get paid for it. We would have exposure. We have exposure for our brand, everything else. And then we were talking about it and you're like, yeah, but we don't like use that product.
0: Yeah, it was for their
1: vitamin water, their diet and water. And we don't like that product. And like, we don't believe that that product really works or does anything. And we don't want to be telling people to drink it. And also we don't believe in like their like from a business, I mean, from a sustainability standpoint, using all these plastic water bottles. So for us, it was like, it was like, okay, we have to make a decision to not do this. Now we could have went the other way and just been like, yeah, we're going to get money and exposure and just do this, which is what a lot of people do. So my point of telling you this story is even though there might be some plus sides, the plus sides to like accepting that, think about the responsibility side of it. Well, and I think that a lot of people and probably the
0: people who are doing this too, because like there's a big backlash as well right now from a lot of these Instagram influencers because a huge revenue stream for for them is from promoting these products and getting kickback. Yeah. So, you know, one of the big ones right now is skinny tea. There's this tea, yeah. and you probably see it from every influencer you see at some point, they're holding their tea bottle, like, oh, my flat tummy now after six days on this tea, or whatever, which well, I remember.
1: I- yeah, I remember Black China after she had her baby, she was like, oh, I use skinny tea to snap back. And then there was like pictures that leaked of her getting like tummy tucks and liposuction. Exactly. <laughs> it's just and then, like, it's just like, it's so infuriating to me. Like it no, makes this me means, so mad. But about the thing it. That
0: I want to say yes. too, is that, yeah. um, it's these teas, what they're full of the majority of them is Laxatives. a natural laxative called Senna. So the reason why you suddenly feel like you're losing so much weight and you feel like your tummy's flatter is because you're pooping like a maniac, (laughs) it irritates your bowel so bad. And the problem with these teas too, is that if you're on them for a period of time, your bowel becomes reliant on them. So you can't then suddenly go to the bathroom, your bowel becomes so lazy because it's used to just being like, and then you have a whole host of other problems. But this is where, you know, there's a huge thing to do with the money around it. There's a lot of influencers are being, you know, really upset about the fact that their money's getting cut. But at the same time, it's like these these products a lot of them I don't even know how they're legal first of all and secondly it's like have they even really done the research behind what they're even talking about and I do believe that this moment in time even though for some people who like, they might be like, Oh, I don't know what's the big deal. Like I'm over 18. I'm still going to see these products. This is a shift that is going to have a big change. Cause like, I always think about it in perspective of, um, like smoking, right. Mm-hmm. Remember how, like when we were growing up, first of all, you could smoke anywhere. Like in airplanes.
1: In malls. I remember my dad Airplane. smoking in airplanes.
0: <laughs> you could smoke in malls. You could smoke in bars. You could smoke Pretty much anywhere, and yeah. then there would be the non-smoking section, which the smoke would just move over into. But even back then, it wasn't like you know. For, for, well, first of all, smoking was seen as sexy, with like the mar- marble man and like all the like you know the Hollywood people smoking. It was very like a very sexy thing to smoke, and mm. and then you could smoke everywhere, and then suddenly this backlash started happening. And that was one of the biggest marketing mindset shifts of all time. They've done so many studies about it is how the difference between changing the messaging around that stuff changed the entire way we see smoking. Because now it's like, if someone's smoking, do you ever look at them usually and think they're sexy? Usually you're like, Oh my God, you're going to get lung cancer or like, can you smoke far away from me?
1: We That's always my thought. I'm like, please stop smoking so close to the front doors of places. Like I get so angry about that. Yeah, we can't,
0: we can't smoke in, in any establishments anymore. You can't even smoke outside of a building. You have to be a certain distance away from it. Yeah, Like there's things that, but this again, it was a shift based on new marketing messaging. It went from being like billboards of like the Marlboro man and like sexy Hollywood people smoking to suddenly being like black lungs and wrinkly old, you know, people. Yeah. Now
1: even cigarettes have to have that. Like they have to have that warning on every single pack that has like some sort of like, scary like death warning (laughs) because i know because my parents smoke cigarettes and i've seen it like it's like that whole like can cause or can cause cancer or this or that or whatever like all these crazy warnings because it's like it's trying to get that into people's heads but
0: even as like so i think tying back to this is that by this messaging changing and -hmm. this not being exposed like think about the ripple effect down the road because yeah. we are what we're continually exposed to, whether it be positive or negative. And, totally. um, and even if we think, oh, it's just marketing, when you are inundated with that stuff, like I barely go on social media, guys, because it just makes me feel bad. Like, literally, I'll go on for work stuff. I'll see yeah. people I'm following. But most of the time, I'm like, especially if I'm in a place where I feel like I'm not, I'm not doing enough, whether it be in business or that I'm like, oh, you know, I'm feeling chubby today or whatever. It just makes me feel bad. So I don't go on it at all. But imagine if you're someone who is on it all day long, you're seeing these messages from people like most kids and teens. Yeah. You're seeing the people you look up to. You're probably seeing that message 10, 20, 30 times a day, if at least. Mm -hmm. And now suddenly that's gone from the picture. That's 10, 20, 30 times a day. Now you're not seeing that message inundating to you that like you can change your body by purchasing this tea and also telling you what your body should look like. Like yeah. I think it's going to have a huge impact down the road and I'm actually really happy that Instagram actually did this because they also make a lot of money through people who are buying ads for this. But I think the difference is too, is that Instagram is a bit different than Facebook. So whereas with Facebook really you have to have ads to get things seen. Instagram people are still seeing things like more organically because they follow the big influencers, right? So yeah. I'm getting paid for these messages so yeah. it's like, oh, okay, then we're a hundred percent like they're using it for sales, right? Cause they're offering discount codes and their posts and stuff like yeah. that.
1: Yeah. So Instagram has actually said like there will no longer, like they will actually remove anything that has any discount codes for any products anymore. Like that is just going to yeah. be removed. So, I mean, and I'm so happy about this too. Cause I think about like, when you think about the ripple effect that you were talking about that down the road thing, like I think about Maddie, like my daughter, you know, she's, yes, she is only going to be three she's just a young little chicken but she is like as she gets older she's going to be exposed to social media and things like that there's just no way around it eventually i'm i'm hoping that'll be like a lot later but like that's the goal but still knowing that at least that's not going to happen because one of the things that's really important in my household is that we talk about things from a very positive place and i don't expose her to things like weight loss or I never use the words like I'm fat or like anything like that. Like We never talk like that. So because of that, I don't want it to come from a different place. I don't want her to be inundated in that way. So if we can remove it from the place that most young people use as their way of like, basically, it's almost like their news outlet, really, like, you know, so if we can remove it from there, then we can probably hopefully save a lot of distress
0: but there, was a, there was a girl on Instagram too. She's one of the big activists who's against a lot of these. But I see the thing too is that you can't if you start to take down one thing, this is where the, the difficulty is going to be. You've got to take down a lot of things, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like there's a the whole idea of free speech and yeah. people have their opinions on what they believe in and what works for them and what they choose to say. And that's one of the great things about living in a country that's free. One of mm-hmm. the things that's not so great about it too though is there's a lot of BS that can get put through that people start to believe this truth, right? And if you say something enough times, people will believe it. If I tell you that drinking, you know, pig's blood will make you lose weight. Eventually that story will become believable because it's been repeated so many times. They've done studies on this, that there, yeah. there'll start to be validity to it just because it's repeated. So it's, you know, this is where it's like, it's hard because if they take this off, what there was other areas too that go. There's a gray area. area, Yeah. And there's other things that go along with it. There's other different things like even the body positivity movement. I love it, but there's some things I think are still promoting bad behavior that go on in that community. There's still good influencers. There's still bad influencers, but if you start taking down the bad influencers, then are you body shaming? Do you know what I mean? It becomes this very kind of slippery slope. So I do like the idea that they are starting it with some kind of clear guidelines of being like, you have to be under 18. It can't be promoting weight loss products because even for us like we run a program a certification called the holistic nutrition weight loss expert yeah and right there we're talking about weight loss in this program
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're talking about how to get the body in balance we're not pushing weight loss programs we're pushing healthy lifestyle we're pushing how to change your body to create healthier habits and nutrition and lifestyle and mindset and all these things we talk about body positivity but if people just hear that name because now there's such a negative connotation with the word weight loss. And side note too, I also believe that you can want to lose weight and still love yourself. There's nothing wrong with
1: wanting to change your body and still loving yourself. But No, any change that you choose to make is your choice. Yeah, and like I, but you can love yourself in any process. And I encourage you to love yourself in any process, like yeah. throughout every journey
0: but it's just, those are the hard gray areas too, where it's like, you know, we're positioning in a way of trying to get the real information out about weight loss and get people into the real healthy practices that will help them lose weight for the long haul. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know how that's going to work for us being able to share about our program. Right. I mean, we'll see, but I just think that there has to be, they have to, there has to be strict guidelines around what they're doing or else there's this, it could open it up to a lot of different things because I don't know. Like I also don't think that you should be able to be posting butt shots on your Instagram. (laughs) Like if I see one more belfie, I'm going to freak out. (laughs) Like I'm like, you're not, you're not a fitness professional when every picture is just your butt.
1: In a song, I'm like, I just showed you my butt earlier today. <laughs> That's because I show you my bruise. <laughs> I know. But it's like... But I, I wouldn't take a photo of it and post it on social media because I don't... Even though it's like a pretty epic bruise and it's like pretty intense, I wouldn't want to post that on social media. But I was reading... I, I was
0: re- listening to something from <laughs> Gary Vee and it was so funny because uh-huh. like, you know, there's never been a time in the world where a man or a female can make so much money like never have to go to school, never have to, you know, even have a business just having an account where they take pictures of their butt and you can become a millionaire. And it's a really scary thing that we're sharing that. That's what our younger generation is seeing. Like, why should I work hard to create something great in my business or, you know, teach fitness classes and do this when I could just post pictures of me like post-workout in a thong and I have 9 million followers. And then I get kickback from posting about this detox tea, Yeah. And I'm making a million bucks a year. So there has to be accountability. And I think it's I think it's good that we're starting with this now. And I'm just really curious to see what's
1: gonna happen because there's gonna be, I think, a lot of backlash. Um, Yeah. There definitely already is a lot of backlash that's happening from different companies and stuff like that. But you know, one of the things I guess just to kind of wrap this conversation up a little bit is, you know. My biggest recommendation for anyone that's listening today because obviously you're listening because you have either your own health and fitness business or coaching business or you are interested in starting one take responsibility for your messaging, yeah. Be careful with your messaging, don't be you know, even though, like what Laura was saying, we have our holistic nutrition weight loss expert program. When you read it, it's all about creating. Um, balance in the body it's not some quick fix it's not some like diet pill that we're pushing we're not pushing supplements we're not pushing any of those things be careful because number one with your business you might get banned (laughs) if you're not careful number two is just understand the ramifications of providing false information and what you could actually how you could actually influence if it is something that is untrue
0: and I also think though do your research. Do your mm-hmm. research. Like don't just read that one article on something and be like, oh, you know, one thing too, like I was just in a course and we we're talking about how um there's an orange extract that's supposed to be known as a fat burner. Yeah. And there's it's one of the only ones that actually one of my instructors is like, if I was going to recommend anything, it would be this. However, he's like, I always don't talk about this. I talk about this very like loosely because He's like, you know, people jump on this bandwagon and then it becomes like the next biggest thing and everyone's consuming. Like gospel. It. And yeah. yeah, like I was saying, and the more people say it, it's like it becomes valid, right? Even though uh-huh. it could have been one research study that proved it amongst a sample of four mice. You know what I mean? Like
1: yeah. so it's
0: before you start talking about anything, do your research, know what you're talking about, you know, and if you don't know stuff and you're mentioning it, just say, I don't know, this is not a, pro- a product I've researched or whatever. But just like in addition to being, you know, be responsible, also take ownership of making sure that you know what you're talking about before you talk about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Love that. I totally agree with you 100%. So guys, I hope that this was helpful for you. I mean, I just wanted to, like I said, I want to bring this up today because I think it is something that's really timely. I think it's something that it's an important conversation. And then also from a business standpoint for anyone, I think this is important information for you to know um, and to understand what kind of like you could be shut down if you do not follow these guidelines. So understand the guidelines, understand what it is that you're putting out in the world, and make sure that you're doing your due diligence. So mm-hmm. with that being said, we are going to wrap it up for today. Thank you so much for listening. And of course, um, if you have, if you're learning, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, why can't I think right now. Um, if you are interested in learning more about any of our upcoming um, the Chicks Academy programs, make sure you go to www.fitchecademy.com where you can find out more about our fitness and nutrition expert program as well as our holistic nutrition weight loss expert programs. We have them coming up in 2020 and we've got some really cool stuff happening. So make sure you check it out there. And then of course, if you would, we would appreciate it so much if you could leave a review so that we can help spread the healthy love to more people. So if you could leave a review below this podcast, we would appreciate it. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Have yourself an amazing day. We'll talk
0: to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the fit chicks chat podcast. Want more healthy love visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.